0: Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us. Folikute halachas Yorodea, chelik sheni hilchais kilei akherem halacha Beis, paragraph dalid. We're in middle of the paragraph. We're up to in my version, it's a sub-paragraph, which begins with the words v'Alkein Yef Shelihi Kolel Bein Soif Kiyem Al Yedei Vidui We dedicate the learning today le'ilu nishmas Ben Ben Chaim, whose yard side is today on the 14th of Teves, and Le'ilu'i Nishmas, Eliezer, B'Reb Nosn Yaakov, Yentefradel, Bas Reb Yishu'arye, Zehavaleah Bas Reb Avrom, Bas Reb... Tsipka Bas Reb Baruch, and for a complete refor and yeshua for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Bas Rochel Basgalia, Noyanahoma Baskalia, Aviva Ilona Bas Yuspehendel, Sora Rochel Bas Yuspehendel, Eliana Golda Bas Hanafaga, Ayala Cheshana Bas Hanalea, Yisrael Ben Hanalea, Talia Bas Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Dovid Ben Behia, Shandel Baslea, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Gittiganendol bas Sipoira, Lebeleia bas Sipoira, Idis bas Meriam Breindol, Michal Sora bas Hadassah, Dovid Lei ben Shena, avigail brocha bas Shiretvoira, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, daniel boruch ben Sora, Menachem ben rishabasha Chai bracha bas Perro, Yentes Sora bas Hanarus, Ruvain Moeshe ben Rochel, Eliohu ben Miriam Rus, Moeshe Mendol ben Leia, Ben Yom Yitzchok ben Liba, Lei ben Zhenia, Eliyahu ben Ruz Bela, Shlomo ben Rivke Sprinzer, Malkehindab Askreindl, Yehoshua ben Chanester, Besoych Shar Israel. We mentioned that this halocha is based on chapter 4 in Likutim Aram, and one of the main subjects in that halocha is coming close to the Tzaddik. And Rabbein Azalveer defines three steps seeing the Tzaddik, giving stoka to the Tzaddik, and dvarim, confession to Hashem in the presence of the Tzaddik. And now Rabnosan Zal touches on that topic in a flow of what we've been speaking about till now. Vialkein, and based on what we've been learning till now, we could understand why EF Shirleyhi Kolel Bein Soif, Ali De It's impossible for a person to really connect to that infinite light of Hashem, that highest level light of Hashem, without vidwe without that third step, the confession. Because as Rabbi Nizal explains there in the beginning of the chapter, and as we've been speaking about it, we know that the main purpose for which Hashem created the world is to reveal His kingdom, it's brought that Ain Melech Beloyam. You cannot have a king without a nation. <clears throat> so that's one of the most important purposes that the creation serves. It's the Malchus of Hashem, the kingdom of Hashem, of which we human beings are the most important players because we are the only ones that have Bechira. We have free choice. We can accept, we can choose to do the will of Hashem Or a chas v'shalom, we can choose to go against the will of Hashem. So when a human being, when a Jew chooses to to do the will of Hashem, that's really being mamlech Hashem, that's crowning Hashem, that's accepting Hashem's authority upon us, his malchus. And when a person goes against Hashem, we're being poigem in the malchus. And as we've been learning till now, of the four parts... That make up a Torah, the Torah, the letters, the crowns on the letters, the vowels and the musical notes, the letters correspond to Malchus, as we mentioned in the previous year. So Rabbi Zal says now, Ki hapegam hu And Rabbi Zal explained over there in Kutimran that the shape and form of each letter which Hashem used to create the world, the shape and form is an expression of the will of Hashem, the sign of Hashem, that Hashem wanted an aleph to look like this, and He wanted a gimel to look like that. <clears throat> and based on the shapes and forms, formats of these letters and based on everything about them, that's what defined everything that was created with these letters. So when a person is in the malchus, in the letters, which are the ritzaynois, which are the shapes and forms, u'meshanenoisam, and thereby that person goes in and changes the letters, and he detaches them from their source, he detaches these ritzaynois from the einseif that we spoke about in the previous year, and the person draws those letters into the domain of the Sitra of the other side. This explains why one of the most important parts of the solution to, to, to correct the destruction that was caused by Navera is V'idhu speaking. Speaking about the sin that one committed. <coughs> Confessing it and apologizing for it. Because through this vidui, we go ahead and we elevate those letters, those words. We elevate them and plug them back into their source, which is the Ein Soif. As a result of us going back and repairing those letters. Because again, we explained Rabbi Zahl says there on the Kutumran, when a person steals Chasishon, the, the letters in the Torah that speak about not stealing Lois Signoev become rearranged. They become damaged and rearranged to form something negative, something that feeds the Sitrahra, something that can harm the person that committed the sin. <coughs> when a person does V those letters get rearranged. They get put back to their proper order and reconnected to the ein soif. We put them back into their proper order. as Ravina's explains in that chapter in the Kutimran, chapter 4 in the Kutimran, which this Haloch is based on. so shel And once again, Rav Nosazal tells us, this is the problem. This is why kilayim is forbidden, mixing two different species together. Shema arvavin u'mishanen hatmunois Because when we plant kilayim, two different types of seeds right next to each other, <coughs> And we mix them together, we change their r- proper shape and format. And, and therefore, we're changing the Ritzainos. And by doing that, we detach them from their source, from the Ein Soif, And they can no longer connect properly to the Ritzain Ein tumuna which is something that has no shape or form at all whatsoever. Obviously, these concepts are a little bit deep. We, we try to absorb this and understand it as best as we can on our level. <clears throat> Paragraph 8, hey, And this with this, we'll also be able to understand why the Torah is especially strict when it comes to kilayim, related to a vineyard, which grows grapes, produces wine, mikol where the law is much stricter there than any other plantings of kilayim, like a person planting wheat and barley side by side with each other, <clears throat> that's forbidden. But, but to plant wheat and barley in a vineyard near a grapevine, that's a whole other league of forbiddenness, as we're going to see. Kiayin, this is one of the places in Kutalochas where Abnos Zali elaborates on wine, giving us an understanding of how important wine and grapes are, both in a positive sense and Chas in a negative sense. Wine has two two sides to it. The Gemara says that wine is called tiroish, roish or tehirosh. The Gemara says if a person drinks wine properly, bikdusha, then they become a roish; that it expands their mind, their consciousness. If a person drinks wine improperly they become impoverished. Rosh means poor. And the Gemara says, Nedarim ain't element, element Adas. Poor especially means poor in intellect. They blow their mind, or they weaken their mind. They become senseless. Zohar, the Gemara says, if a person drinks wine properly, mesamchoy, wine brings joy and happiness to a person. Loi if a person drinks it the wrong way, it destroys the person. There's wine that brings joy, and there's wine that leads to drunkenness. When a person is to drink wine with holiness properly, we'll see soon exactly what that means. Then the wine elevates the person's intellect. It expands the person's mind. It gives them the ability to think bigger and to think about higher-level items. And it brings joy to the person's heart. As it says clearly in Tehillim, Wine brings happiness to the heart of a person nis and then the person's consciousness gets elevated and what's one of the highest forms of consciousness when a person understands and realizes that yud Vavke and elokim are really one the Midas sageset and the mida sadinav hashem are really one it's all good hadas. That's really the highest level of Das. Lodas Hashem To know that Hashem's name Yudke Vavke and Hashem's name Elikim are all one, really one. I've mentioned in the past that Tikkun Zoar says that Yud K Hashem's name Yud K is Bigimatria twenty-six. When you write 26 in Hebrew, it's chaf-vav. Chaf, the way we pronounce chaf, it's as if it were written chaf-peh. Vav, the way we pronounce vav, it's as if it was written with a vav, a comets underneath it, and another vav. So that if you look at the filling of chaf-vav, it's peh-vav. The, the, the mili of chaf is that letter peh. The mili of vav is another vav. Hei Vav is Eloi Kim. so Elohim is inside of Yudke Shezehu ikar and and that's the real joy and happiness when a person understands this. because when a person gets to this level of das. The Yoiddin Shahatkoil Toiva, whereby the person knows and, and realizes and understands that everything that happens to them, the things that seem to be good, and the things that seem to be bad, that it's all really good, thevadaihu. that person will definitely always be happy.. And this is the joy. Of the future that the Torah speaks about so often, she'oz tigdal hasimcha. We're told in the future, when Mashiach comes, when we have the Geula, there's going to be major, major happiness. Then our mouths will be filled with laughter, and we'll, we'll be super happy. Because then we will achieve this level of knowledge, of wisdom, to realize that everything Hashem did and everything Hashem does is good. And that's why the Sforim tell us that the future world will be referred to as a world of joy and happiness. And this is also the joy of, of of wine, bechinas yayin hamisameach, bechinas ve'yayin yesamach levav enoish, as it says in Talmud, kines roimei daitoi alidei hayayin diktusha, because the person's das gets elevated by by wine, by holy wine, at shezoechel das hanal, to the point where the person zoechel to this level of of wisdom, of understanding, shehu lemalam idas suenoshi which is above human comprehension normal human comprehension says that this is good and this is bad when someone dies or when somebody's very sick and they're in great pain or when somebody doesn't have parnasa khasfishamani we the human mind Oishi says that's ba- that's not good that's not a reason to be joyous and happy but but when a person gets to a higher level das they see that it's all really, really good. And then the person realizes that everything, everything was really for their good. Because Hashem is all good. We know that again, Hashem's name, Yud when, K when we do misbarkoton, Koton, means you drop the zeros. So Yud, instead of being 10, is considered 1. He is 5, vav is 6, and He is 5, you add it up, it's Begematria Toiv, 17. The Zohar HaKadosh says, Toiv Hashem lakoil that Hashem is good, Yud vav is Toiv, Lakoil, for everything, for everyone. Kikuloy Toiv, because then the person knows that it's all good. Shaydeze Nisrabe HaSimcha MaOid. And, and this brings incredible happiness. And this is also what the Gemara and the Medrashim tell us that there is a wine that Hashem has reserved; He's set it aside for the future, for haba. Then it's going to be all good. A short blip for those who can appreciate this. We've mentioned in the past that Hashem's name Yud Vovke, the four letters, correspond also to the four miluim of Yud Kavavke. When we write each letter out the way we pronounce it, Yud Yud Vav Dalet, Hey, the letter Hey can be written Hey Aleph, or Hey Hey, or Hey Yud, and the letter Vav can be written Vav Yud Vav. Vav Aleph Vav, or Vav Vav, period, etc. This is a very well-known thing in the Zohar Kodesh in the writings of the Arizal. There are four miluim of Yud Kei Vav ke. Now, usually we say that the letter Yud represents Chachma, the letter He represents Bina. So too, of Ayin Beis, represents Chachma, Sog represents Bina. The Arizal tells us, that in the two names, of and SOG, which represent Chochma and BINA, which is the brain, the Machshava, there are seven YUDs. Follow me for a moment. YUD, YUD VOV DALID, one YUD. HEY is spelled HEY YUD, another YUD. VOV is spelled VOV YUD VOV, a third YUD. And HEY is spelled HEY YUD, that's the fourth YUD. SOG, Hashem's name SOG, is Yud-Vov-Dalit, a fifth Yud. He is spelled Hey-Yud, a sixth Yud. Vav is spelled Vov-Vov, vav, or Vov-Alef-Vov. And the last He is spelled Hey-Yud. So it's seven Yud's. And the Arizal says that's where Yayin, Yayin is Big 70, Yayin, wine draws its spiritual holiness from the seven Yud's, of Av and Sog, which represent Chochman Bino, which is Seichel, which is Das, showing again that wine, when a person drinks it, Bigdusha, is is very holy. It's a brain. It's a medicine for the brain, not just a medicine. It's a vitamin. It expands the brain to a whole new level. yesh Yayin hamashaker Chasv However, there is wine when a person is drinking wine at the wrong time and the wrong amount of wine, which leads to drunkenness. <speaking in Hebrew> and a person who is not drinking wine properly, <speaking in Hebrew> that person loses their mind by, through the wine that they drink. <speaking in Hebrew> And now Rav Nelson Zal explains, and this addresses a question that was asked yesterday in the chat, in terms of Beetle. That concept of Beetle exactly how does that apply to us? Ki Zusho because this concept of Beetle that we've discussed throughout this halacha, where a person nullifies themselves and negates themselves completely to Hashem, lav kolodam zaycheh, not every person is on a level to be able to do that. As the Gemara says, a famous expression of the Gemara, not everyone who wants to take the title can take the title. Not everyone is qualified to be a leader or for, for a certain title. And a person cannot achieve the type of beetle that we've been speaking about through this halacha without first really purifying oneself and making oneself holy, how? By eliminating all of the negative character traits, anger, arrogance, miserliness, all the different negative character traits, the and overcoming all the wrong type of desires, the excessive desire for money, for food, for sleep, for women. <laughs> which Rabbeinazal shows the in Likut Imran, all of these Tai Rois and Midais Rois are connected to the four basic elements of creation, fire, water, air and dust. And the shovin shalema, and in addition, the person has to do a complete tshuva. vidui and the person also performs the process of confessing, confessing all of their sins to Hashem in the presence of a tamid chacham. Oz then the person can really connect deeply. To the infinite light of Hashem, which again is—we're talking about a level above the Spheros, even the Gamoz and even then, the person isn't allowed to open throttle completely. The person isn't allowed to do this completely, and and thereby end up stuck up there in the Ein Saif, as as we find the four rabbis we're going to see Rabbi Nossel mentioned, the four rabbis in the Gemara who went up to a very high place, two of them didn't come back down. Because Hashem wants us to continue to serve him down here on earth. Therefore, even a person who can do this beetle, like we said, like uh, before, a person's about to start Shmein Esrei to try to get to that His Pashtus the person has to still make sure to do it, where they're going up as high as they can with the intention and the ability to come back down. Adayin whereas a person who is still steeped in all of their materialistic desires, they're still eating too much and 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 sleeping too much and too much tivus Momoyin and not pure in tikenabris Abris. such a person definitely cannot achieve this incredible high level called beetle and even if the person sometimes will feel an inspiration, they'll feel a, a passion for, for Hashem or for Yiddishkeit, and they'll want to fly, they'll want to go up and connect to that Ein Soif in, in a manner that's above their level, in a, in, a manner, in a manner that's really not within reach for them, Yuchal Livkoin Goim The person can cause major damage by attempting to do that. This is the warning that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to warn the Jewish people. When Hashem gave the Torah on Har Sinai and there was a tremendous revelation of Hashem, Hashem said, make sure you tell them, keep back. No one should dare get too close to try to go up the mountain. V'afilu b'tzadikim And even among very, very high-level tzaddikim, in the Gemara, where the Gemara tells us each one of these people was on a level, they were qualified to perform to bring a dead person back to life. Even there, the Gemara tells us in Chagiga that there were four rabbis that entered into the Pardes. They entered into a very, very, very high spiritual place <clears throat> and some of them did not come out successfully. Kim Rabbi Akiva, only one of the four <clears throat> succeeded completely. Shenichnas b'shaloin, the yotze b'shaloin. He entered in peace and left in peace, meaning there were no side effects and there were no negative effects. Alkanes, alkanes. So now, what am I supposed to do? A person has to beg Hashem, plead with Hashem a lot. That I should be to this type of beetle, to this type of deep connection to Hashem and to the Torah and to Ruchnius on my level, which, which I can attain on my level, with holiness and purity, and that my attempt to to get to this very high-level light shouldn't harm me in any way. Because in the olden-day lamps that they had, the oil lamps that they had, where they would fill the thing with oil and they'd have a wick in it, and you could regulate how high you turn on the, the wick and And if you flooded the lamp, if you put in too much oil, you would put out the light completely you'd flood you 'd rebish him too much light, go too much oil go kiyanir causes the candle to become extinguished Mikolshin Ali dehtia and especially especially by drinking wine. Even though we explained earlier that when a person is drinking wine, it expands their consciousness. But when a person is not qualified or they're not drinking properly, then their brain gets befuddled completely, gets confused. And the person goes into a state of drunkenness. Question in the chat. Somebody said that they once read that in order to achieve this beetle, the person has to be psychologically healthy because if something really pains them inside, they won't be able to be mavatel this. Is it true? The answer is they use the word psychologically. Rabnosensal is using the word, the term mentally healthy, meaning the person's brain has to be in good condition. What defines the the condition of a person's brain? Their actions. Their taivo and mido That's what really defines the the healthiness of a person's brain. Next question. So tefillah is the only way to a safe beetle, for each person according to their level? Or is there more advice? The answer is we spoke about two Two major things here. We spoke about a person working on their rois and rois, a person trying to elevate their kidusha and taharo, and in addition, tefillah, a lot of tefillah. That's the winning combination. A person working on eliminating all of their rois and rois and tefillah. And if you look in Likud Emran there, that's, that's how Rabbein Azal defines coming close to a tzaddik. It means, Rabbein Azal explains there that seeing the tzaddik helps a person overcome certain negative character traits. Giving tzdaka to a tzaddik helps a person overcome certain other negative character traits. And viduidvaren, that's what completes the process and allows the person to achieve a level where they're ready to be able to have this beetle, this type of beetle. And now Rav Nossam Sallam clarifies and defines the term beetle. Ki beetle honal el haein soif, because this beetle that we're discussing here, to the infinite light of Hashem, ze bechinas she nifshat hadas veyoitzei me shel hamoichin ve nichlal soif. What we're actually referring here is that the das, we talk about, generally, we talk about three parts to the brain, spiritually. Chachma, Bina, Das. Rav says, bito means where the das is disconnecting, in a sense, and going above, above the chachma and bina, and going and plugging into Ein Soif, the infinite light of Hashem, which is above all the Midas. Because the vessels, the, the standard vessels of a person's brain cannot contain this infinite light. So the person is going above the moichin into that place of the keser, the At atzilus, the different terms that we want to use to refer to it, atikokadisha. Viachakach kisheshav and afterwards, when the person is coming back down from that beetle, oz nishaboi rak horashimu. If everything is going well, then the, what, what remains with them is an imprint of that infinite light that they connected to. The Sforim complain it to when you have oil in a cup or in a bottle, and you empty the oil from the bottle. Even after you empty out the oil, you'll see there's a thin film of oil that still clings to the sides of the bottle. That's this Rishimu that remains with it. Even when a person disconnects from that Oireen If everything is being done properly, there still is an imprint, a residue that remains with the person that comes back into the moichen. And afterwards when the person comes out, And then that imprint, that little remainder from that lights up the person's intellect, the person's brain. Hashem and gives the person the ability to understand and realize that Hashem and Elohim are really one. The it's all good. Al This explains why it's so important that the vessels of the brain should be clean, pure and and, and, and holy in order that they should be able to receive and benefit from that imprint of that that infinite light of Hashem. And this is also what wine is all about. When a person is drinking wine properly, the wine has the ability to elevate the person's consciousness above all the normal levels, above Chochmabina. And this is why it's so important that those vessels of the brain should be solid so that they should be able to receive that higher level light that they're going to receive now through this whole process. It's like a person's brain is used to handling a thousand watts of light. <clears throat> or you have a machine that's used to handling a thousand watts of light. And now we're saying, la la when a person is in America and a person comes to Eretz Yisrael, we know that there are appliances in America that use 110 watts or volts, which, whichever it is, watts, I believe. Eretz Yisrael uses 220 volts. When you try to plug an American appliance into a, a, an Israeli socket without a transformer, that appliance gets blown up. It, it explodes and damage, comp- totally useless. There has to be a transformer. So here, in order for that mashir to be able to handle the 220, <clears throat> it requires doing something. Something has to be done. And when a person's moichen are solid, the person has, is, has, is conducting themselves with purity, with Kiddush and Tara, and they've done complete tshuva, <clears throat> and then they do this beetle, and coming back down from the beetle, some of that light goes into their brain, then that person is able to understand, to really understand. Bibchinas, as the Gemara says, Chamra verechoni pikhin. Wine and, and spices expand the consciousness of a person. Pikeach means smart. Bibchinas, keyen lidoidi As we have this posikin shira your upper palate is like a, 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 a delicious wine which brings you lidoidi Lemeshorin. What this means is that again, when a person is drinking wine properly, the person goes and becomes deeply connected to their beloved. which is Tahashem, vi achva with love, deep love and friendship. samisha, with a smooth, healthy love. This is another way of phrasing this concept of bitul to the Ein Sarif. Hashem, the infinite light of Hashem, that is my beloved, that's my real beloved. As it says in another Pasuken Shoshim, referring to the closest connection to Hashem, that that's my beloved, that's my friend. But when a person is not pure and not holy and a person is drinking wine not during those special times that are designated for drinking wine. And the vessels of the person's brain are not solid. They're damaged because the person has been thinking wrong thoughts and doing all kinds of things that are improper then that person is not capable of receiving that expanded consciousness that comes through wine. And then excessive oil extinguishes the candle. And the person's brain becomes confused, completely confused. This is the concept of wine, of drunkenness. <clears throat> As the Gemara says, when a person is not successful in drinking wine properly, the wine dis- un- wipes them out. <clears throat> People, person use that expression, I'm totally wiped out. <clears throat> the person gets totally wiped out from too much das, too much light. This is unfortunately a lot of what we see today, <clears throat> people using drugs and all kinds of other means, <clears throat> and, and people, the, the people trying to, to delve into different types of consciousness, meditations, all kinds of things that are not connected to the Torah, that are not following the straight, narrow, healthy path of the Torah, and even people studying Kabbalah and studying different higher levels of of knowledge in Torah without the proper kalim, without the proper vessels, without the proper guidance, and you see these people are in a state of confusion. You would think that this high-level knowledge should give the person incredible clarity, and instead it results in the opposite because the person's kalim are not, are not in proper order. Question in the chat. The Likud Yalach is here, is speaking about actual Hasoga Selukus, in other words, achieving this very high level of Das. But isn't there also a, a, a beetle when a person's preparing themselves for holiness, before a person is literally inside the holiness? What's the advice there? We, we are not necessarily being, drawing this great light of wisdom when we're doing the beetle. The answer is, again, Rav i Zal Use the words, each person on their level, on their level. There are people who experience this by going to a proper shul on Friday night. When they're davening, they're singing khadoidi, and the person is singing from the depths of their heart, <coughs> And they're expressing their joy and happiness that it's Shabbos. No money in my pockets. No bills. No telephone. Nothing. I'm, I, I've become detached from Gashmias, from the physical world. I'm able to soar. I'm able to go to that higher place. So this concept of Beetle takes on all kinds of different shapes and forms depending on, on where and when and how and, and which person. And again, there's levels and levels and levels of this, of a person experiencing... Rabbi Nezal speaks about sometime over there, he speaks about when a person is davening, and suddenly they feel an incredible connection to Hashem. And they're able to say of a few words or a paragraph of the davening with a passion and with a devotion like they never, ever had before. And Rabbi Nezal explains there on the Kutumran that that means that Hashem has opened the curtain for this person... Hashem has given, taken this person up, up, to give them this connection, a momentary, a temporary connection to this and that's why that person is able to say those words like an angel. It's, it's like an angel talking to Hashem. It's not me. I, I, I know it's, this isn't the normal me, that kind of thing. So there are many different versions and variations of this. And again, the advice, the advice is the usual advice. Learning Torah, davening a lot, coming close to tzaddikim—that's the advice. the The answer is: any time a person is going into betul, there's an element of danger because, again, a person like a person doing that, let's say the Friday night lechadodi, you can have a person who will start screaming, screaming because they they're high, you know and not being aware that there are other people in the shul also, and even though you're experiencing this high and you want to scream, you have to know where you are, where you are, and when you are. The silent Shmon Esrei, for example. During the silent Shmon Esrei, the, the Shulchan Aruch says that going into the silent Shmon Esrei, the, the, the Hasidim of the past used to have Hispash to Sagashmius, which is this beetle to the Ein Saif. And when a person experiences that, they want to scream. And we know the silent monastery is supposed to be silent. So a person needs to know that there's a silent scream, that a person could be screaming inside, putting every ounce of energy from their body, from their toes to their head into the tefillah, but not allowing the sound to escape from their mouth. It's, it's a, an explosion that's taking place inside the person. And again, not being expressed in sound that other people can hear or that could disturb other people. The Zohar Kodesh brings proof to this from a Pesach in last week's Parsha. When, when Yosef HaTzadik finally reveals himself to his brothers and Yosef HaTzadik is crying and crying and the Pesach says, "Va'ha'koil nishma base paroi. The sound of the crying was heard in, in Paroi's palace. So, the word coil there is written kuf lamed, without above. And the Zohar Kodesh says, which coil is it that's heard in the base Hamelech, in the throne room of the king? It's coil choser, when it's missing sound, when a person is screaming and, and no sound is coming out, that kind of thing. That's the coil that's heard in the base, again, referring specifically to Shminesray. Other parts of tefillah, there should be sound, there should be noise. But again, keeping in mind, if I'm in a forest and nobody's around, I can let go, I can break loose completely, I can scream at the top of my lungs. If there are people around, I have to use very good judgment as to how high to turn up the volume, the intensity, how much to show and how much not to show. Now, Rav Zal is going to bring us into several story instances in the Torah, and he's going to show us exactly how this relates to our shachris, davening shachris. And this is another way of understanding the sin of Odomarishoyim. He ate from the eight sadas, which we're told is good and bad, Shahoyah Yain, where one of the opinions is that it was wine. Kamei Shamaru Rabbi Sanzal, as the Medrash says, Sochato Anovim Venosnaloi. Chava squeezed grapes and gave that to Adom Arishan. Vegam Noach Pogam and we find Noach also, who the Torah calls Ish Tzadik Tomim Hayu Bedayroisav Esol Ekim Esaloch Noach. Noyach was playing with wine. It says he planted a a, a vine. kemuva as the Arizal expands on this in in Sefer Halikutim, as it says clearly in the Chumash, Noach That Noyach, who was a man of the of the field, a man of the of the earth planted a a grapevine and he drank from the wine and he got drunk. And we know that it's brought that that resulted in his son Cham either sodomizing him or uncovering him or sterilizing him. And the zohar kodesh and the Tikkun HaZoray when they speak about this they explain to us that what this was really about was that both Adam, Arishen, and Oyach were trying to look above their level. They were trying to see beyond their level. Shezeu Bechinas <speaking> Yayin HaMeshaker <Hebrew> And this is what we explained here is what happens, the result of what happens when a person drinks wine and gets drunk. kamuva <speaking> b'sfarin <Hebrew> as is brought in the zohar Kodesh. And this also explains the, the sin of not of an aviu. As the Midrash says, <laughs> That they attempted to go into the Beis when they had drunk the amount of wine which you're not allowed to enter into the Beis HaMikdosh. <clears throat> and this is why the pusik in describing their, their problem, says... In coming close to Hashem, they died. They died in coming close, in trying to come too close. Because it's all one. What does that mean in coming close to Hashem? This means that they looked and tried to come close. More than they were allowed to go beyond the line that they were not allowed to cross. They tried to go above their level. That was the main mistake. And that's exactly what drinking wine is all about. Rav house is showing us. There are different opinions as to what what was the crime of Nodav and Aviyu. One opinion in the Medrash is they drank wine and went into the Beis Mikdash. Another opinion is that they tried to get Tukla, they, they tried to enter into the Holy of Holies to bring k'toiris, which they weren't qualified to bring. A third opinion says they weren't married. These are all examples of showing that they didn't have the Kalim, they didn't have the proper vessels. To be able to reach that high level light that they were trying to get to, they weren't going against Hashem, they were trying to get too close, too close for them. Based on the level they were at then, they weren't allowed to cross that line. The Alcain's paragraph of, The Lishmar, Hayayin, Ma'oid, And this is why it's so important. When you have wine that's not mevushal, wine that has not been pasteurized, <coughs> real wine, you have to be extremely careful not to allow a goy to touch that. Shavu'iyah nifgam chas said the wine shouldn't become damaged, nas chas and the wine shouldn't be turned into negative wine, wine that leads to drunkenness. V'al kein hichmirah ha'toyra bi'yoser bi'isro kilayakherim, and this is why the Torah is extra strict about planting kilayim with a vineyard. Ki hayayin srichin le'shamro yoser because wine requires being guarded even more than regular kilayim. K'de she'tuchlal hanatia b'sharasha. So that the, the planting, the thing you planted, should be able to plug into its source, as we learned in the previous year. So that the grapes that are going to be produced from that grapevine, the wine that's going to be produced, should be able to, to draw from its source in holiness. Which is wine that brings joy which is similar. The concept of the plant and the produce of the plant connecting to its source and origin, to the Ein Saif is similar to our beetle, to the Ein So'if. And as we learned previously, all, all vegetation, all plants, everything we plant grows, it, it draws from rain, and the rain comes from that super high place, from that Oyer Ein Soif. When these things are planted properly, me nahem, each individual species separately. avol kishim arvin kilayim bekerim chashashon, whereas when we, take, when we mix kilayim with a vineyard... The wine becomes damaged. The wine that's going to be produced from that vineyard is damaged. It becomes wine that leads to drunkenness. Because that vineyard cannot receive that infinite light of Hashem. Because of the fact that the, the, the shapes and forms of the of the seeds of everything that's re- that's planting that vineyard has become changed alidei hisarvus by you bringing in kilayim into that vineyard sorech shmiro mikol hazroim because wine requires greater protection than any other type of seeds. From Chas planting kilayin near near a, a grapevine, Machmas Sha'ayin Hu Hagdola Sadas, because as we've learned here, wine is one of the most powerful things that can expand the consciousness of a person. Sheze Iker Bechinas That's what Beetle is really all about. Tzorech Shmira Yaseira, and therefore. A gra- grapes, wine, a vineyard requires extra, extra care, carefulness. And Rav begins the next paragraph, And that's why the main times that we are drinking wine are on Shabbos, on Yontif a good religious Jew will avoid drinking wine during the weekdays, during the six days of the week, unless it's a very special occasion, a sium, a, 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 a wedding, a bar mitzvah, things like that, and then with care, with caution, limiting it. And on Shabbos and also limiting it. And now Rav Nosan will go into this, he'll give us, he'll explain to us we're in overtime now. Mitzvah Hashem will start from this paragraph in the next shir, where he's going to define more clearly what is drinking wine properly at the right times and Begdush Batara, where it should only have the positive effects. Question in the chat, there seems to be two kinds of beetle. One that's always safe because the person entering into this beetle only wants closeness to Hashem and there's a dangerous beetle... Where one's goal is this higher, this expanded consciousness that, that exactly. One is a beetle within Katnus, like a, on, a, on a lower level, and another is a beetle requesting, correct, correct. Again, it, you can look at it as two different ones, or you can look at it as two different levels within beetle. This Lahavdil. There's minor leagues and major leagues. In baseball, there's little league baseball where the kids play using a plastic bat and a plastic ball. And there's major leagues where they're using a hard ball and they're using a wooden bat or a steel bat. And it's, it's two different worlds. Two different worlds. Both, it looks the same. On the outside, it looks pretty similar. But in reality, we know this is two different worlds completely to get close to Hashem in a, in a good, healthy way by coming close to the tzaddikim and following their guidance and, and to see the, the revelation of, the, of Hashem's greatest light which will be with the coming of Moshiach Amen, Amen. thank you, Rav Nassim quick question, Rav uh, so with wine,
1: we learn in the Gemara in Vodazor it talks about the uh, uh, Harodi, uh, you know, you know, over there it talks about the uh, the, the Roman type of uh, vessels, and it's and then Rashi over there says that the they made it three times as strong as, as a Jewish wine. Okay, so my question is because we're talking about wine, how is this possible that the guy ...can come into Eretz Israel and make wine stronger than our wine... ...so that they can go out to war and, and, and have dried wine... ...so that they can go destroy the world and do their horrible acts. That's my question regarding what we're discussing now.
0: The, the answer is, this is the opening line that we started with today... ...where Abnosezal said that wine has two powers... ...to the right and to the left... And and therefore, again, non-Jews have bars and non-Jews have billions and billions of barrels of wine and thousands of different types of wine and Italian, you know, all the the wines that we find today in the world. In order that there should be Bechira. There's the yayin of the left side of the sitrachra and there's the yayin of Kedusha. And within Kedusha, there's potential for for sitrachra and kedusha, you know and that that's where it requires such tremendous care.
1: Well, why is it so strong? Why was, why do they make it so, three times as strong as our wine? What, what's going on over
0: here? In in order to have that, that the, in order to make them crazier, in order to blind them completely, for them to be able to do the things that they did. The things that we see certain Goyim can do, which is beyond what an... It's, it's a level of, of, of insanity that animals don't have. Certain things that animals can't perpetrate such evil, and a Goy with his wine can do it. Can do it.
1: So is it fair to say that next Sunday night, this is exactly what they're going to be doing in America next Sunday night?
0: That's, that's part of it. Their holiday, their unholy days... That's what some, unfortunately, that's what some of them do. That, that we, we know that that that's how they celebrate, you know, and, and, and we celebrate a completely different way. Our Shabbos and Yom is supposed to look very different. Unfortunately, today in some Jewish circles, there's what they're calling kiddush clubs, and there are people there are people today who are willing to spend hundreds of dollars on bottles of wine for Shabbos and for Yom but instead of drinking a cup of wine Friday night, they're drinking a bottle of wine. And it doesn't result in expanded consciousness. It either results with their head in the soup, you know, them falling asleep, or sometimes worse, chas saying things or doing things that, that shouldn't be said or done, chas v'shoom. Or haShem.